Hi guys. Hello. My name's Kate and I'm happy to be here and you're listening to the podcast Happy to Be Here. How are we doing? How are we feeling? Feeling okay? Feeling not so okay? If you're not feeling okay, you know, take this time to decompress, make this your day, you know, do some affirmations. Oh, if you're in finals week right now, oh, this will actually, this will come out after finals week. Hope you had a good finals week, everyone, (laughs) if you're in school. Um, But yeah, I have someone else who's happy to be here. My lovely friend, Sam, who we used to live together. So I'll introduce her now. My name's Sam. I'm one of Kate's friends. <laughs> Obviously, we're strangers. She just picked me off the street. Oh, yeah. I was like, hey, do you want to be on my podcast today? And I was like, yeah, I actually don't have anything else to do today. <laughs> you look cool. <laughs> um, yeah. Hello. Hello. Hi. Um, so, yeah, we used to live together. Yeah. Like, so long ago. I know. Like, it's weird to me saying, like, when I'm talking to people, like, friends that I make in Champagne now, like, saying, like, yeah, when I was in college, I just feel like that, I don't know, like, I feel so old whenever I say that. You know, it wasn't super long ago, but freshman year was six years ago. Yeah. Wait, was it six? Yeah, because, well, okay, so our, our other roommates, Tori and Hannah... Didn't Tori send us, like, a Snapchat memory the other day? Yeah. (laughs) And I was like, oh, that was five years ago? I was like, oh, that's fun. Like, it's weird, because it feels like it was that long ago, but then it also doesn't at the same time. Yeah. I don't know. It's just odd. I have vivid memories from it still, so it's like, you know, I feel like I have a pretty bad short-term memory, but whenever she sends, like, like, you know, whenever Tori or Hannah will send snaps, it's like... It's pretty crazy that it was so long ago, but also at the same yeah. time, not really. Well, I remember too. So, so actually, me and Sam are gonna be roommates, just us two. And I found you on this like Illinois State roommate app, and everyone was like asking for roommates, and you posted. I vividly remember this. You posted like <laughs> me looking for roommates, and it was a Michael Scott like reaction meme of him like yelling, and yeah. I was like. She seems really cool. It's like, I'm going to message her. That's the thing is like when you're posting on apps like that to look for roommates, it's really hard because, you know, it's, it's hard to sum up uh, who you are as a person in a couple of words when you're trying to look for someone that you're going to literally be living with in a room for like a year. So it's like, it's, it's, it's important to find people that, you know, you're going to trust and like actually be friends with and things. So, you know, I was, I was just seeing posts of people like, I like going out and watching Netflix and I'm like yeah everyone does (laughs) like what make like what about you like makes you cool and so like whenever you responded to that I was like this actually seems like a really good match you know you're super into art like you could see you know you seemed like you're really artsy and things and yeah, we were trying to room together, just me and you. And yeah. then, and then <laughs> I think you had an earlier slot to pick out the room, and like something like ha- like we we messed up or something happened, and then there were no double rooms. And then I don't remember how we found Tori and Hannah. Was it on Facebook? Um, I think it was Facebook because I remember we got paired with another like group of it was like two oh, other girls, God. and we were like stalking them on the internet, and I was like. <laughs> just getting bad, bad energy. I was like, ah, I don't know. Like, yeah. you know, they could be really nice, but I would rather just try to find someone maybe that we choose and we aren't just like paired with. Mm-hmm. And I think, yeah, it was through Facebook. Um, Cause I remember I couldn't 
friend it was like either hannah or tori there was like they had like a setting on facebook where i like couldn't friend them on facebook for some reason i think it was hannah because i remember i i stalked like the heck out of tori's page <laughs> i was like oh my god she's all these friends okay she <laughs> must be cool yeah <laughs> and it ended up working out perfectly I, I i always tell this story whenever you know we're around but mm-hmm. i remember moving day <laughs> kate gets there first <laughs> And she's already, like, claimed a bed. So th- that's the thing is, it was four girls in, like, an L-shaped room. Mm-hmm. And so the room was built to house three people, but they, for some reason, ISU just squeezed four people in there. So Kate gets there. I'm, like, tech- you know, driving with my family. Like, Kate's texting me, like, I'm the first one here. And I'm, like, oh, my gosh. Like, I'm about to be there. And um, I think Hannah and Tori were, like, yeah, we're still on our way. Like, I think they'd pass each other on the interstate or something like that. And, um... I walk in and I claim a bed and that's the thing is there's four beds but two of them are single beds and the other one's a bunk bed. <laughs> and me and Sam both got the ones on the, the floor. Single beds, yeah. And, and we were like, oh, this is going to go well. <laughs> and um, I think Hannah and Tori walked in and this is the first time that we met them because we had hung out before we had actually moved in. We like went to Chicago and yeah. went to the art museum and it was like a blast and you know, I yeah, was just we had so, a fun time. I was so excited that, you know, we got along like, like right off the bat. And I, th- I can't remember. I think it was, like, Hannah who walked in, and she just looked pissed. Like, she was so, like, looked so mad that she was going to have to, like, be on this bunk bed while these other two girls that she's never met before, like, had these single beds. And I, I think I pulled you out of the hallway. We had kind of, like, got our stuff, like, settled a little bit. Yeah. I pulled you out in the hallway, and I was like, bro, we got a bunker bed. And I was like, yeah, yeah, we do. <laughs> and I didn't want to, but I was like, we have to. Yeah. Like, because then it would have, it just would have been too... And Massey. Oh, and then I was actually telling Mackenzie this story the other day. Um, so me and Sam were in a bunk bed together, and Tori and Hannah were in a bunk bed together. And Sam was on the bottom, and I was on the top. And I just had no sort of self-awareness that the bunk bed was so low on Sam that she couldn't even sit up in bed. And in my head, I'm like, oh, she can't sit up, but I'm not. And I had all this room up on the top. And I was like, oh, I love college. Like, so fun. And so Sam, the poor Sam was like scrunched into this bed. And so then we eventually raised it, but... And then we had to do Tori and Hannah's bed, too. Yeah, we, like, moved it. Because I think he was, like, under one of the sprinklers, and Hannah oh. was, like, afraid that she was going to, like, kick it and set it off in the middle of the night. Because those things were, like, you know, really touchy. So, like, I, I think I think someone in that year, like, hung, like, a shirt on a hanger and, like, set it off and, like, flooded their whole floor yeah. and stuff. And, <clears throat> dude, Watterson was crazy. Like, I, I can't believe they were able to, like, squeeze that many people we had like what like 20 people on our floor and like one bedroom two stalls two showers like oh yeah two two baths or like two like stalls that's crazy it's just so insane thinking that we like lived that way for a whole year i know and especially too now like i just don't think the i just personally i don't think i'd be able to handle that now (laughs) i i just need my personal space and not like with you guys i mean like other strangers in in the bathroom (laughs) a communal bathroom would be like my personal hell now yeah we had some some good memories we just had some we just had some interesting and and very nice people on our floor but (laughs) we just have done some passive aggressive things to like oh yeah we were so petty too i forget what tori's sign is is she an aquarius uh yeah and then hannah's a scorpio right yeah Yeah, that makes sense 
Um, <laughs> yeah, we were we were a little pet, but people were being obnoxious on our floor too, a little bit, like playing really, really, really loud music. Yeah. So we were we were a bit of the buzzkill. Yeah. On the floor. <laughs> Hannah banging on the wall, and people are just being loud and stuff. But you know, when you're living with so many other people, like just shoved into the small space, you you know you have to be respectful of like late hours and like yeah. You know, I'm trying to sleep. Everyone's stressed the fuck out because it's college and no one wants to like yeah. <laughs> you know, be kept up by people just do- being just go be stupid somewhere else. I guess was like how I felt. <laughs> oh yeah, well, I remember sophomore year I lived by myself because we kind of we yeah. all got along super well, but we all kind of had our own paths, and I think yeah. that's how it kind of has always been. Yeah. But um, oh my god, yeah, sophomore year I lived in a single, and then these girls lived next door to me who were in a sorority. And they were they were kind of like disingenuous, but um, mm-hmm. one one night it was like two a.m. and they got into a screaming match, <laughs> and I could hear every single word, and I had no idea what to do, and I was like, what I wouldn't give to be like anywhere else right now. <laughs> and then I saw them the next day, and oh my god, yeah, it was a train wreck, but. Yeah, so dorm. Dorm life. Yeah. It was just, you know, we were, what, 19? Yeah. 20? Oh, yeah, 19. Just just the life of, like, trying to find someone to get alcohol for you was such... That was, like, (laughs) if if anyone's ever seen The Real Bros of Simi Valley, I feel like they do, like, a good bit on that show where it's, like, they're doing a kickback Mm -hmm. and... They're, they have to get like red solo cups and it, you know it, it, the idea of the show is that it's a mockumentary so they're like yeah. uh, like adding dramatic music where they're like we need red solo cups and it's like dun, dun. and it's like I feel like that's kind of what college was is like we need someone to buy us a fifth of Spedka tonight otherwise the <laughs> night's gonna be bad like, <laughs> oh literally it was just so much stress all the time yeah. all the time finding a place to go that we can get into because all the bars in, yes, in normal um, were just so, you know you, you had to be 21 they were really really big on fakes I, I you know I think there were a couple bars like firehouse you could kind of sneak in before mm-hmm. you know it was too late and they wouldn't card you and stuff but just like finding things to do I feel like a normal was a lot different than in champagne you know I live in champagne now as an adult that's able to legally drink at a bar with, mm-hmm. a, with a, a real ID so it's like I never experienced what it was like but you know they let in 19 year olds here and I feel like that's kind of better for a college town and I guess better for yeah. Mormons, but normal just like was not <laughs> you just really had to be sneaky what I always liked about you two like even when I was like stalking your Instagram and we were trying to get to know each other is like you just I feel like you've always just been kind of yourself you just kind of have your own hobbies and interests and like you were thrifting like like for since forever like I know it's a really big thing now obviously but I think yeah you've just kind of always stayed true to your own self and your own style what has kind of helped you stay true to yourself over all these years? That's a good question. Um, I feel like a, a big part of it is, you know, not caring what other people think about what you're wearing or like how you act or, or what you do. And that's just, it, it's just easiest to live life like that because if you're worrying about outside factors, I feel like, you know, you just add so many layers of like, gosh, my hair looks stupid. You know, I I care about that stuff sometimes. When I'm in, like, you know, going to, like, events or something or, like, out on dates, it's like, I want to look nice. But I feel like you can just find so many unique pieces when you thrift Mm -hmm. as opposed to, like, going to, like, Target. You know, like, you can find staple pieces at, like, Target and, and, like, TJ Maxx and stuff. But it's just always so expensive. It's so wasteful. Yes. Thrifting is, like, good for the environment. You know, you get to find, like... things that people aren't wearing. I, I just love, like, 90s clothing. Oh, yeah. I just think that, you know, it's, like, it's crazy. Like, I see pictures of, like, my parents 
growing up and like when they were in their teens like wearing the same exact thing that I'm wearing now like mm-hmm. I had this Adidas jacket with me today and my mom was like I, I swear I had one just like that she's like I should have kept it and I'm like yeah you did you should have kept it for me your future daughter <laughs> that you, you had no idea was gonna like like the same like clothes that you do but it's important to just prioritize how you feel and like making sure that you're comfortable in what you're wearing I think too, I, I thought for so long, I was like, I don't care what anyone thinks. Like I, I'm just out here like doing me, but I did truly like care deep yeah. down. And I think, you know, kind of getting rid of that has been very freeing. Mm-hmm. And I totally agree too about like going thrifting and like finding unique pieces. I think it's really hard for me to find clothing at like, um, just like H&M yeah. or, you know, like you said, like even Target sometimes, or I'll find something I like and I'm looking at the price and I'm like, I don't want to spend $45 on a shirt. <laughs> yeah. There was like this kind of like cool jacket, like one of those like Sherpa jackets. And I was like, oh, I could like style this or whatever if I needed to, or if I don't want to bring like a heavy coat to the library or whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, it's $50. I'm like, no, I can't. Yeah. When I could go to a thrift store and find like a jacket for like $15, 20 Yeah. But um, yeah. And I think too, like thrifting, you kind of like you curate your own style like you said yes. like you find unique pieces you're like oh i like this yes. and then you it also i think helps you put together outfits too like when i buy something i think if you're also a target or something you buy a, a piece of clothing you're like i like this yeah. but you don't always think about how you could style with everything else when you go thrifting i think you realize like oh if i buy this i could pair it with these pants i already have you have to get creative like yes and that's the thing is a lot of people what, what i feel like at least, like, a good, like, thrifting tip is, like, you have to go in knowing that you probably aren't going to find something. Like, there's times that I go thrifting where I'll go and I'll find, like, one thing. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I feel like the <clears throat> the idea that people have about thrifting is, like, I'm going to get this crazy haul where I'm going to find Doc Martens, like, crazy, like, bomber starter jacket, like, yeah. you know, insane, like, graphic tees. And it's, like, sometimes you do hit a jackpot, but, like... If you're going in thinking that you're going to find all that stuff, you're just going to get disappointed. You're going to be like, thrifting sucks. Like, I hate this. But there's just, like, so many good reasons to do it. You know, you, you just get to get creative, like I said. Yeah. Um, I One time I took my cousin, who's, like, she's 13 now. <laughs> and I was, like, I was nervous because I was, like, I was just telling her, it's, it's not going to be, like, how you see on TikTok. Yeah. I was, like, we aren't necessarily going to find... Like, probably all the things you want. Yeah. Um, and we went and, like, I, I think I found... I actually did find this really cool, like, 2000s purse. It was, like, white and it had these really cool, like... It was just really awesome. And I actually wore it with my Halloween costume uh, yeah. two years ago. But, um, and then, like, I would I would show her something and be like, oh, do you like this? And she'd be like, no. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, cool. So I think, too, like thrifting when you're younger and then you get older you kind of realize like oh I do like this I don't like this and also I'm an adult now and I have bills to pay and I can't spend a bunch of money on clothes like I I know some people that spend like crazy money on clothes and you know I don't I I don't care that much but I I just have never been the person to like take you know a $200 haul at a thrift store versus like Target you'd be getting maybe like five six seven things at Target for that much money I, I, you know, I don't know how, I haven't been to Target in so long. People are like, seven things, $200 at Target, no way. No, it's probably like, I don't know, like 10 things. Oh no, it's, 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 it's about like five or four things. Like me and Mackenzie go about once every like two weeks to get stuff. And we always go look because we have to. And like, they have really cute sweaters and stuff, but like, I'll look and I'm like, 
oh, that's like $40, dollars It just hurts. Like, yeah, and that's like, the thing is, I, I'm so frugal when I thrift too. Like, <laughs> oh, Sam, I have the audacity to be like, why are these pants eight dollars? <laughs> <laughs> like, literally, I just got some flannels when I was at home, and I was like, why are these flannels like five, yeah. six dollars? <laughs> like, like that's like a totally average that's price. So cheap, like literally <laughs> so cheap. So living in Champaign. I feel like a lot of the crowd is liberal college students, obviously, yeah. as most college towns are. Um, but I feel like the thrift stores around here, you don't find the good things because everyone's looking for the Doc Martens and the mom jeans and things. Mm-hmm. And so I, I feel like a good tip, at least for people that live in Champaign, I, I like going to the thrift stores n- in the neighboring towns. Like, mm-hmm. I know that, like, um, I think Bahamut has some and just like the towns around because you know they're smaller towns so everyone's just getting rid of all their you know old stuff and bins and yeah college students aren't gonna like go out of their way to like go thrifting but since it's like a big hobby of mine I'm like I love driving 25 (laughs) minutes to go (laughs) spend two dollars on a shirt that has like a hot dog on it or something like (laughs) fucking weird like I love that well um my friend Emily um so she lives in Ohio and she, yeah, she finds all this good stuff. Because, like, there's no, like... It's Ohio. Yeah, it's Ohio. <laughs> like, there's no, like, hip, cool people there. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, we will we will drive. Like, like you said, we'll drive, like, 20, 30 minutes to go thrifting. Um, especially, too, like, if you live near a rich area, if you don't live in a rich area, usually people will give away stuff they don't know the value of. Mm-hmm. Like, I have found some really, like, nice pieces, like Ralph Lauren. And I know Ralph Lauren isn't, like, super high-end at all, but... You can find some pretty, like, also, like, well-kept pieces. Yeah. Like, sometimes I'll find a really cute sweater, and then, like, oh, there's some food on here. <laughs> like, usually those r- richer areas, you can find, like, like very well-maintained clothes, too. Yeah. Um, and what I like about it, too, is, is if you are thrifting or, like, you know, antique vintage clothing shopping, for the most part, the pieces that you get, like, like Levi, like, nice jeans they're mm-hmm. the material that they're made out of is gonna like last you longer than a lot of what you find in target it's like you know fast fashion you know i whenever i first heard about like Shein, i bought like one thing off of it and the shirt was like so sheer mm-hmm. and like so t- like the fabric just felt so like oh just like terrible and, yeah. I, and i just hate that you know sometimes i feel like recently i've been going to thrift stores and things and so much of it is those Shein like fast fashion stuff and i'm like damn this sucks like yeah all the all the i just want good quality clothing for cheap that's all i want <laughs> literally well before she and i would see a lot of forever 21 stuff yeah. and now when i when i last went with my friend emily in our hometown i, I saw so much she and stuff and i was like really? so sad and it went like it wasn't ugly but it was like <laughs> those really big statement pieces mm-hmm. that aren't in trend anymore Oh my god, yesterday when I was at that event, I was talking and a pepper, a piece of pepper flew in my mouth for these people I don't even know. And then it happened again. I wanted to kill myself. <laughs> can you keep that in? Yeah, I can. <laughs> I um, just splashed water in my face on this water bottle and Kate's right. telling me a side story. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but yeah, like I, I see so much Shein stuff and I, and I, like you said, I just get sad because I'm like... People literally just do these Shein hauls where they buy a bunch of shit, mm-hmm. wear it for two months, and then they give it up, and then it's just, like, adding to the waste of, like, clothes, because there's already just so much, like, clothing waste, but... Yeah. And, like, you know, I think, too, like, if you can spend that much at Shein, 
even if you don't like thrifting, you could spend that much on like a nice piece of clothing that you'll have for years. Yeah. Like, you know, it's it's just, I don't know. It's just like you said, it's wasteful. And especially too, um, me and Mackenzie talk about this sometimes, like just the hyper rotating of trends. It's yeah. like you could buy something a month ago and it'll be out next <laughs> month. So it's like, just might as well do get stuff that you like, yeah. you know? I just, I've never been one to, like, I I feel like follow trends, like, especially with clothing, just because I thrift, it's, you can't really keep up with the, the hottest clothes, like, I don't even know, (laughs) what is, like, a, like, a hot clothing item right now, someone was trying to tell me that, like, Bass Pro Shop hats are, like, big, like, huge, like, in, I wanted my room. It, yeah, okay, and so, like, I, I I was, like, working a football game or something, and someone was like, yeah, like, I, I see a lot of people in, at ISU, like, wearing Bass Pro Shops, like, to go out, and yeah, what is that? A lot of, like, guys do that. Um, I, as a lesbian, love to wear a Bass Pro, uh, Pro Shop hat, because I think it's kind of funny, and also, yeah. too, it's kind of, like, it reminds me of the Von Dutch hats. Which yeah. I would I would love one of those like yeah. a nice vintage Von Dutch hat, but um and then I like like I wear a lot of like thick jewelry with it yeah. and then I'll wear like a like a cool T-shirt, but a lot of guys oh my god well the other day oh I was wearing this like very frat boy outfit I was wearing like these sweatpants I'm wearing now these like gray thick baggy sweatpants and then yeah. I was wearing like this cool T-shirt I like in a flannel. I was wearing my Carhartt hat and I was walking somewhere and I saw a guy literally wearing the same outfit as me. Like different shirt and stuff. It was like the same outfit. And I was like, yes. That's funny. I get that way. But with like really old men. I'm like, I would totally wear that outfit. Just like a world's greatest grandpa, like, you know, white clunky tennis shoes. I'm like, that's my my fit flannel, you know, tied around the waist. But that's just really funny. Oh yeah. <laughs> or like at Thanksgiving, I found this really cool sweater vest that I'm obsessed with right now. Mm-hmm. Um, when I when I went thrifting, and I wore like a white button down underneath it, and these brown pants I thrifted, and I like was like such a fit. And I go to my Thanksgiving, <laughs> and like everyone's like like I didn't expect to like look like everyone. Like I'm I'm like very different than my family, but like I just was like. Oh man, I'm like such a little gay cousin. <laughs> and and the thing about thrifting too is when you find like pieces that are kind of, I, I buy things ironically that I think are funny. You oh, know, like those like Walmart t-shirts that are like, you know, they say like um, sarcasm loading, like just like weird things that I would wear ironically that I'm just not realizing that when I wear them in public, people probably don't realize that I'm wearing them ironically, and they're like, you're, you're just like wearing this like ugly ass shirt. That's actually really funny. That I, I've never thought of it like that. Mm-hmm. You know, when you see people wearing these like bizarre things, I love like people watching and seeing fashion and just oh, like in public. Too. And you know, I never thought that maybe some people are just wearing those things as a joke. Well, there was like <laughs> I saw this one T-shirt. Some oh Emma Chamberlain posted it, and it was like like a mashup of all these words. And it was really funny, and like I think she can pull off the ironic T-shirt thing. I think you can too. <laughs> But, like, my ex-boyfriend used to buy ironic t-shirts, and I feel like sometimes I'd be like, they're going to think you're, like, religious. Yeah. And you're very much not religious. Yeah, like, God's my best friend. Yeah. <laughs> my sister has some shirts, like, that, that she'll wear, and my dad's like, you're being sacrilegious. And she's like, no, I'm not, Dad. It's just funny. <laughs> and he's like, well, other people are going to think that. 
know. Yeah. Fashion's cool. It, it's just cool. It's it's like a it's a great form of expression, and I love just oh, yeah. being able to to use it in that way. I Me guess. too. And it's it's I feel like too living with you and like Tori too. Tori like knows how to accessorize, and like yes. she always looks so put together freshman year. Yes. I kind of learned through you guys mm-hmm. like oh like I actually want to like look nice and like have nice pieces of jewelry and clothing (laughs) like I have nice clothing but I just I don't know I was just out of the game for so long so it's it's nice to be in friends with like people like you guys who like care about fashion and care about how you like present yourselves too like I don't know when I leave the house now even if I'm just running to like go get a coffee or something I like to at least put together like a small fit it's fun it's fun (laughs) like I love it (laughs) Um, yeah, because I was actually out last night. I was wearing this, like, green Adidas jacket. And just, like, when someone, you know, a stranger's like, whoa, that jacket's pretty cool. I'm like, I got it at a garage sale for $2. <laughs> like, I just, like, I, get, it, like, just can't hold myself back from being like, yeah, I thrifted it. Oh, yeah. like, saying, like, good find. Like, <laughs> we love that. It's kind of funny, too, because we found each other on the internet. But I remember when... Like, I met you. You had so many friends that you met through Twitter. And I know you also grew up in a small town. Um, So I was wondering, like, how the internet can be helpful when trying to find yourself and find other people. Like, do you see the internet as, like, a resource for you? Or even back then or now? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like you said, I grew up in a small town. So it was, like, a small town. But Kankakee is, like, very widespread. So... You know, it was like I went to school in Hershire, but I had friends that went to BBCHS, which was like probably a 20 minute, 20, maybe even 25 minute drive just from Hershire alone yeah. to get to BBCHS. Um, you know, I had friends, my, my dear friend Spencer Shores that I met on Twitter, actually. He went to Mantino High School, which is like, I think that's probably actually a 25 minute drive from, from like where I lived. And it was weird. I, I couldn't even tell you like how we met. It was just like, I remember finding his Twitter account and he tweeted funny things and then he happened to live in the area and I was like hey let's hang out sometime and now we're still like besties and like I still like keep up with him and it's just crazy that the we met each other on Twitter I know when was the last time you met someone on Twitter you know I feel like Instagram is better for that because like Mm -hmm. you can look at people who tag like bars or places in Champagne and be like oh they're at this like cool artsy spot like me I'll, I'll follow them and you know like their posts and maybe like shoot a message like hey you're, you're cool let's hang out sometime but yeah you know I, I feel like I've expanded my <laughs> my friend group it, it's weird I have like a friend group and then I have like just random sparse like friends that like they don't like connect in a way because of the internet because I'll just mm-hmm. like meet random people like I met this girl in town um who does, it's actually this sticker on my water bottle, um, she does, like, graphic design, and I found her from, like, an art spot, um, in town, and then I followed her on the internet, and it kind of, like, opened me to, like, the, the, like, underground, like, music scene in the area, because it's, like, she would just, like, repost things from, from people, but she does graphic design, and she just did a, um, graphic design campaign with, playboy it was like yeah she did like it, it was like she had to design clothes for the like playboy like jet that hugh hefner had oh, and, cool. and it's like pretty dope yeah she did that and then she just did a campaign with um selena gomez's like makeup brand yeah oh shit and so it was like you know like just i have a sticker of her on my water bottle and she's like doing all these crazy things but i literally just met her on the internet like yeah i remember you gave me her brand and i and i keep looking at that sticker too and i'm like i really like that sticker it's, yeah she's she's like really talented but um 
Yeah, I, you know, and I think I met I think I met Lizzie on the internet too. That's what I was gonna say. It, it was like half on the internet and like half through a mutual friend because like um, I had danced I, I danced for like eight years and um, one of my dance friends like went to school with her or something and it was weird like she that that girl that I danced with she posted something on Instagram where it was like it was a you know how you can do like those photo collages where you mm-hmm. can just like put photos next to each other so she posted it was at the same event she posted a selfie with me and then she posted a selfie with lizzie and it was in the same post oh. and that was like the first ever like p- picture of lizzie and me like oh, that's cute. <laughs> that which is like bizarre but um i remember because Mackenzie, um the my friend from dance she was like saying like hey my friend lizzie's going to isu like i know you're looking for a roommate and for some reason i just like was like no i don't want to room with her but now she's like <laughs> one of my best friends which is funny i ended up living with her my my sophomore year but it was kind of that was like a hybrid like meeting on the internet um kind of like recommended through a mutual friend but i think it was like within the first week i started at isu i like ended up texting her i was like hey do you want to hang out <laughs> and now we like talk every day i like, literally just talked to her yesterday oh, that's um, so wonderful but yeah i think the internet's like really you have to be careful obviously oh, i'm not just like going around being like hey let's hang out right now <laughs> meet me meet me at my apartment here's my address like, <laughs> you know you have to be able I, I feel like over the years i've like been able to gauge when the situation is safe and you yeah. know meet in a public area with other people oh, of course. Just, yeah like, that goes on side yeah because um yeah definitely don't just meet randos to play it safe but um yeah you know, I I only had to use Tinder for like two weeks and then I hated it. I think I met with like one dude that I thought seemed really cool and then he like took me out to coffee and he was like just talking about the military and I was like... Was that freshman year? Yeah. Yeah, I think I remember Yeah, because I, I, I think I was like, yeah, I'm going to coffee house or something to like meet this dude and he was like so fucking weird and I was like, yeah, I'm not doing this ever again. Yeah, well like... And that's the thing, too, about, like, Tinder and the internet. Sometimes you, you like, oh, like, this person seems really cool, and then you meet them in real life, and you're like, oh, they're not very cool. <laughs> um, yeah, Tinder, Tinder, especially with guys, it's, like, a, it's a really big toss-up. Women, too, though. I've had some in, yeah. interesting interactions. <laughs> so, Sam loves Marvel, and I also love Marvel. But uh, Sam is definitely more in tune with, like, all of the things happening. And so then, like, I'll call you about a Marvel thing and you'll update me, which I love. Um, but I think, too, with the comics and the shows and the movies, like, they're both good in their own forms, but they definitely yeah. have some pros and cons to them. Yeah. Not even pros and cons, but you just might might like another form differently. Yeah. So for you, how do you like to experience Marvel? Is it, like, through comics or is it through, like, movies and TV shows? Um, so I started liking Marvel. The first ever Marvel movie that I saw in theaters was Captain America First Avenger. Mm, And that was like 2010, 2011, I don't know. And I didn't start getting into comics until I moved to Champaign and I got an adult job and I was able to buy like a Marvel Unlimited subscription. So you spend like, I think it's like 60 or $70. It's not even that much money. I definitely could have saved up and done it earlier. But, you know, I'm able to actually feel comfortable paying money to read comic books, I guess. Mm-hmm. But I I didn't start reading them until this year, but I just love Marvel lore. So being able to just, like, pick a comic book run and just, like, really delve into a character is so interesting to me. Like, mm-hmm. there's just thousands of versions of Spider-Man that exist. And, like, the thing about the movies is you're only ever seeing one version of him. But yeah. I can just go in and read a version where, like... 
Doc Ock like takes over Spider-Man's form and he like tur- you know it's like that they're you know they could explore that in movies yeah. and things but I've just always loved like movies in general and you know I'd love to be like a filmmaker one day I, I guess I kind of am a filmmaker I've been, yeah you are yeah yeah it's just been a while but um you know I, I, I would love to like do it like big big league boys uh over in Hollywood <laughs> or like Atlanta I guess is where they film a lot of the Marvel things but oh, Atlanta um, <clears throat> Yeah, Atlanta's one of those sleepers for, for, like, media. People don't think of it. Everyone's like, I'm going to move to L.A. or I'm going to move to New York. But Atlanta, like, any movie that you watch that has, like, one of those, like, peach logos at the end, they filmed yeah. at least a portion of it in Georgia. Oh, interesting. Yeah, because it's it's cheap. So they, they have, like, a... Oh. Uh, yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah, I, I remember when I was uh, growing up, and I, I, I liked DC first before I ever... And <laughs> when we were growing up, too, Marvel wasn't, like, the big colossal... The media giant <laughs> right yeah like it's huge now and for me it was like batman and like superman and all that stuff and like i was obsessed with like the joker and batman like sort of dynamic mm-hmm. and there's so like you said there's so many different like universes and different plot lines like there's one where like the joker i think comes back to life and it's just like crazy how yeah. many different things they are and like you said it's like the ability to like fully dive into a character which is so fun i'm like a very big i love characters yeah me too and uh that's the thing is like marvel being the huge conglomerate that it is now i don't even know if that's the right terminology for that but it's just a massive like they're literally releasing a new project pretty much every month they're 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 releasing the hawkeye series right now um when we're filming this the new Spider-Man movie comes out in a week. Oh, that's right. Yeah. If you want to go see that together. I, I'm, I already got my tickets, but we can. I'll go see it a second time because I know I'm going to love okay. it. It's literally Doctor Strange and Spider-Man, which are two of my all-time favorite characters, together in a team-up. Oh my gosh, I'm like seriously going to nerd out like so hard. But It's going to be so good. Yes. But so they're releasing that Hawkeye series right now, and what's, like, what's nice having both movies and comics is like, they completely ruined his character in the movies. Mm. He's just like a bland, like Doctor Strange. No, uh, Hawkeye. Oh yeah, I agree. Yeah, he's just really boring, and you know you can't with an being an archer, you can't really compete with people like Captain Marvel and you know like a wizard like Doctor Strange. So being able to like since they ruined his <laughs> his character in the movies. I can read the comics and actually, like, love his character still because they, you know, it's like, he's a total ladies' man. Like, the thing is, is in the movies, he's married with kids, and it's like, that's just already just a big idea that they just, you know, didn't even follow through with, which is fine, you know, a lot of the, like, movie adaptations are different than, like, what the comics are. The entire, like, Infinity Gauntlet series is, like, a lot different. Like, Silver Surfer is the one that, like, warns them that Thanos, Thanos is coming. Oh, and really? Hulk is the one that, like, warns them that Thanos is coming in the movies. Mm-hmm. So it, it's cool to be able to read, you know, just kind of these variations. But um, comics are just so cool, man. I, I've been reading, like, a lot of the... Um, I think they call it, like, Silver Age. It's, like, the 1985 to, like, 1995. Mm-hmm. Because it's, it's on that border of being, like, really corny and cheesy. Which I just think is really endearing and, like, funny. Yeah. <laughs> like reading people be like whoa look out <laughs> it's like you know they'll like arrest that like you know they just arrest the bad guy and put him in jail and like the really old ones because it's oh, like yeah. that's like you know the crimes that they're committing they're like committing fraud and it's like <laughs> you know just like those are some crazy like i'm so glad we have superheroes to catch these fraudsters out here like 
but it, it like it kind of teeters this line of being really corny and cheesy which i love but also just having like really good storytelling where a lot of really newer comics you know i feel like i can read a comic that's released in 2021 five minutes i flip through it so fast the word yeah. bubbles have maybe three to ten words in them but when you're reading those ones that are in that like silver age it's like the word bubbles are so huge and they're they're actually developing like the story oh. where it takes you know it's like I, I read the hawkeye series which is like 22 comics in two days i think and i read this west coast avengers run it's called they 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 call it like vision quest it's like an event and it's a, what like wandavision was like heavily based on oh so, that's like, so interesting where like they tore vision apart and stuff and then he becomes this like white version of himself but i it took me i think the west coast avengers was about 10 issues and it took me like over a week to finish just because it was so yeah. in depth and they had so much going on and so many subplots and everything and i love that like just getting oh i'm uh, i'm seriously talking about marvel for hours like i i've honestly considered making a marvel podcast just because i want to <gasps> i have so much knowledge in my head that i need to just expel and talk about and you know i i was for example i was looking up that vision quest thing and i was trying to show uh my boyfriend mason like um, I was trying to show him like what the run was about and I was like looking up YouTube videos and like I watched this YouTube video and I was like this dude isn't even explaining it like good enough like Scarlet Witch was being fucking annoying the whole time and I think that it would be fun because a lot of like the Marvel content that people make about like you know describing what the comics are I feel like it's it can get really bland and people are just like telling it as it is but I would love to go in with a perspective of like Scarlet Witch was being fucking annoying during this like <laughs> she was just like being real bitchy and you know just like kind of come at it at this like you know yeah life perspective of how you would talk about whatever yeah, yeah yeah and I think too I agree I think some people think when you have a podcast you need to be like really like eloquent when you speak yeah. and you're like but for me it's like you're like buddies with the listeners yes. like I would enjoy listening to a Marvel podcast like that being like well guys Vision's being a total dick right here yeah because yeah, it's just like fun yeah. um and that's how we would, that's how she was acting. Like, yeah. and you know, they're just like going in and just like, she's like, just, just draw and like upset. And I'm like, no, she's literally annoying everyone. Like, <laughs> they're like, Scarlet Witch, you're making this an entire thing when it doesn't need to be like, and just like coming at it from that perspective. I, I don't know. I just think it would be fun. I just could yeah. seriously go on for hours and hours and hours. What, what I love too about like print media and like books and stuff like that is like, you're allowed to like explore this world in so many different ways. Yes. And I think... What's, like, unique about comics, too, is, like, it has the ability to do that with, like, books. You can't really do a bunch of fun subplots. That's so like fan fiction comes in. Yeah. So what's cool about comics is, like, it's, all, it's almost like it's, like, fan fiction. Comic creators will take a character that they love and just create their own story. Yes. I recently, over the summer, I read a graphic novel because DC was doing a new series where they, like, revamp all these new characters with these new artists and these new authors. And there was a story about Poison Ivy, and she was gay. That's so cool. And they've been, yeah. doing, they've been doing a lot of that recently of just, like, mm -hmm. completely reinventing. I, I think that they did that with Clark Kent, actually. Um, he's, like, in a, he's in a gay relationship. Oh, I can so see that. I can't remember if it was Clark Kent or not. But, that's okay. You know, it, it's just cool. Like you said, it is kind of fan fiction because, like, now that Stanley's dead, rest in peace. Oh. I just think about that all the time, and I get really sad. It is sad. Um, like now that he's he's gone, it's like the the team of writers that's at Marvel now. It's like it gets kind of meta in a way. You know, yeah. Marvel Marvel like movies are getting really meta. Like in this in this Hawkeye series, there's been like instances of like it was like graffiti that said Thanos was right. 
and that whole idea of like Thanos wasn't wrong and like he, he you know he's coming from a good place he just like wants everyone to yeah. live comfortably and you know not overpopulation and things it's like that came from the Marvel fans and like really blew up on the internet and now these movies are circling around to like kind of oh. having the viewer in these movies of like someone oh like a people know what's happening you know it, it just is it's, it's meta it's what it is it's just yeah. like saying that Thanos is right and like having a character that fought Thanos like seeing that it's like it's just so bizarre have you ever seen Death Note the anime no so Death Note it, the premise is that there's this journal from the Shinigami realm which is these gods of death mm -hmm. and the journal falls and this kid in this class who's like really intelligent sees the journal fall yep. he goes and picks it up and there's instructions in it, and it basically says that whatever name you write down... They'll die. Yeah, they'll die. Yeah. And what's really interesting about the show is it, it kind of goes into the moral, like... like uh, just It just talks about the morals of it, too, because there's this character, L who's very against it, and obviously... The student, Kira, is very pro-Kira. But um, there's people who, like, think that, like, Kira is right and that, like, Elle is wrong. And it's just so interesting, too, to just get into these, like, nuances of all this different stuff. I'm not saying Thanos is right. Yeah. I'm not saying that. But I think, like, what's cool about, like, these shows and these media is that they can explain, like, real-life issues and, like, real, like, moral yes. conflicts in, like, such a creative way. Yeah, and, and Marvel's really been exploring that recently because, you know, they've been under fire for not being diverse at all. Like, the first, like, 20 Marvel movies are just white men. <laughs> like, yeah, like, there's no, like, Black Widow, but, like, yeah. she's barely in there till then. And they have her, like, wearing some stupid-ass outfit. They're, they're better yeah. at it now, like, after, like, the, you know, they're more diverse now, and they're actually putting women in costumes that they can fight in and things, and which which is, like, really nice. Because it's, it's such a, it, it's a huge form of media, so it's important that something that is as big as it is needs to, it needs to represent the, the community that it's oh, yeah. like that it's serving in a sense so you know they're getting better with that like Shang-Chi was like awesome because they did like the all the kung fu and the, you know they consulted like people that worked on like older kung fu movies on yeah. like how they should do the combat and things and I don't know I just I just love that Marvel isn't something that if you like it, you're gonna get made fun of. You know, oh, I, yeah. it, it, it was huge. Like whenever it first started, it's like, oh, if you read comic books, you're a nerd. Like I'm glad that like that notion is like gone, and people can just like what they like and yeah. not like be categorized and be like, mm, that's so nerdy of you. Like, I mean, it is nerdy, but it in, is in, a, in a, not a derogatory way. No. It's like a fun nerd, like in the best way. <laughs> well, and I forget too that like. Some people don't like nerds. Yeah, like, imagine, like, just being, like, you freaking nerd. Like, <laughs> I would never, like, I don't know. I just, I don't know. It just, that's, like, NPC behavior. If you, like, think someone's a nerd, you are a non-playable character. Oh, <laughs> like, literally. And it's it's just, I don't know, it's so nice to that you, you, made, you brought up a really good point that, like, nerd culture is, like, acceptable now and, like, yeah. embraced. And I think, too, that's just because, like, a lot of, like, kids who grew up really liking that content are now creating that content, and yeah. they're just, like, adults now <laughs> who are cool. And also, bullying isn't really a thing anymore. No. I feel like not as much. Like, there's definitely, like, groups of people that probably still get bullied, but I'm also an adult now, so I don't know. Bullying probably it still exists. I know, like, cosplayers <laughs> get bullied, like, yeah. the younger kids, and I'm, and I'm sure, like, really weird kids get ostracized, but what I'm noticing now, too, on TikTok is, like... The, the quote-unquote weird kids in high school will just, like, put their phone up in the middle of the lunchroom and just, like, make a fun TikTok because yeah. they don't they don't care. And, yeah. like, it's just so 
I'm glad it's, that it's becoming more normal to just do whatever yeah. the fuck you want. <laughs> like, and, I, and I love that. Whenever I see a TikTok my For You page that's, like, making fun of someone or whatever, I'm like, nope, block, yeah. report, like, fuck Not that. Not interested in this content. <laughs> no, but, um, yeah, I think a lot of stuff that was, like, unacceptable in society is, like, finally becoming, like, acceptable and fun. I don't know. It's yeah. fun to engage in, like, a really cool fandom and a really cool, like, culture like that. You it's know what a I community. mean? community. And, and, like, uh, we were talking about, like, making friends on the internet. Like, I, I was on this, it's like a Marvel Studios Discord where um, they have, like, you know, different uh, channels where you can talk about all the, sh- like, different shows and, you know, be in this space where you can, you know, talk about fan theories and things. And mm-hmm. there's thousands of people on this sub, on the, it's not a subreddit, it's a Discord. Um, there's, like, thousands of people on there. They have, like, a card trading game where you can, like, trade, like, oh, I am, like, such a nerd about it. And it's literally <laughs> just virtual card trading, and it's so fun. Because it's, like, they just, like, have all these moments from the movies, like, Age of Ultron. They have, like, Captain America, like, trying to, like, lift Mjolnir as, like, one of the cards, and you can level them up. But I've, like, made, like, I, I talk to people in that Discord on the internet sometimes more than I talk to some of my friends. And it's, like, I keep up with people, like, oh, how's life? Like, I, you were saying that you were, like, trying to get a job, or, like, you're going to, like, trying to get into college you know it's like just a different age you know it's like there's high schoolers in it and there's like also adults and I, I don't know just like I love being in that community and just being able to talk to people and nerd out and like I just I love Marvel I can seriously like I said talk for hours so don't let me talk for <laughs> hours because it'll get annoying you should definitely make that podcast though I think you'd be so good at it I think it'd be fun and like this like I mean I talk about it all the time like I'm so thankful I love all of you. I'm so thankful for this show and, like, everything it's allowed me to do creatively. And, like, I don't know. It's just fun. I love recording. Yes, and, like, just having an outlet to just talk. It's therapeutic on it. I mean, that's what therapy is. is You're talking to someone about all your things. So it's like, thank you for letting me rant to whoever's listening (laughs) and talk about Marvel. and Marvel's cool. Yeah. I love it. Well, I love when you talk about it, too, because, like, I don't know. That's why I like bring people on who have their own interests and their own stuff that they're into. Because, mm-hmm. like, I don't know. I like to curate my show to, like, the guests yes. and hearing what they have to say. So, like, thank you That's so cool. much yeah. for coming on yeah. and sharing all of your things. Yeah, this is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I love this. Well, um, I will ask you, because, of course, I ask everyone. Uh, why are you happy to be here? Whether that's in life, right now in this moment, it's really like the questions up for you to interpret. You can be meta if you want. Well, I am happy to be here. <laughs> <laughs> I am having a horrible time right now. <laughs> I wanted, you know, like I said, I was thinking if I wanted to plan out an answer or if I wanted to be serendipitous and just think of it in the moment. And I think I'm going to try and think of it in the moment. Amazing. Um, I'm just happy to be here. The clouds are moving really fast today. Um, it's a beautiful day out, a little windy. Um, I have I have nothing to complain about. My life is great, and I'm and I'm in a great spot right now. And um, I feel very grateful for the people that I'm surrounded by, and support like have supported my art and like the things that I do and um, for so long. So I'm just I'm very happy. That's so sweet. Yeah. That's such a wonderful answer. I mean, you're a wonderful person, so <laughs> thanks. Well, guys, that's all I have for you. But yeah, thanks for listening. Um, you can follow me at Happy to Be Here at my Instagram. And yeah, this is me signing off. Bye.